Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. Nine people uh, from Cambridgeshire have been given New Year honours. There are six new MBEs altogether and three British Empire medals in the county. One of them is Sharon Livermore and she joins me now. Good morning, Sharon. Thank you for coming in. Good morning, thank you for having me. Now, you've been awarded an MBE, and that's for work you've done in helping businesses tackle domestic abuse, offering guidance and how to recognise those affected, which we'll talk about, obviously, in a moment or two. But I have to ask, how did you find out? Um, yeah, it was a, a really big shock, to be honest, um, as you can imagine. So I actually received a letter in the post, um, went to my post box and opened it up and there was a letter from saying, on His Majesty's service. And Did you have any idea what you thought it might, do you think it was like tax demand or something? <laughs> no, I did, yeah. At that point, I was like, wow, what, what is this? Um, and then I opened it and it said that I'd been um, put forward, nominated for um, an honour and would I like to accept? And if I would, I had to complete a form to say that I'd like to go through to the final um, round effectively where they do the full security checks um, and then it gets obviously put forward to the king for him to approve so um, yeah that came through I think it was um, beginning of November um, so obviously there was some time you couldn't tell anybody so I'm not very good at keeping secrets but I managed to um, <laughs> didn't tell anybody at all no, well, um, my husband. Okay. <laughs> um, but apart from that, yeah, it was obviously, I was told to keep it as, as quiet as possible. And um, from that point, you then have to obviously wait. So, and then I started thinking, well, is this real? Because I hadn't heard anything. I sent the, the form back and got an automatic response on an email. Um, and it was only when I got a call from the cabinet office a few weeks before. So that was obviously middle of December, just saying um, that I potentially would be contacted by the media in the coming weeks. And um, I think the poor gentleman on the phone thought what is she talking about because I automatically said is this real have I actually have I actually got an MBE um, and he said yes you have so I think that was when it kind of sunk in that it was coming to me yeah um, but it was only really when it got announced and you, it, you never had any doubts you to, to, to accept um no of course not I think even you know to know that you've been nominated was incredible that people thought that I deserved it was enough um, but to obviously when it came through yeah that it didn't even cross my mind I thought absolutely it's such an honour so yeah really really excited and proud to have received it. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your work in tackling domestic abuse how, how what led you to get involved in the first instance? No absolutely so I'm a survivor of domestic abuse myself um, I came extremely close to losing my life back in 2015 and I realised once What I, happened? Um, so my then husband um I'd actually left the relationship um, and he um, basically he hid in my car um, in the boot of my car um, after work and um, he was going to come through the seats he'd broken into my house stolen my spare car key so there's obviously a lot more to the story Um, but I did get into the car and it was only because the windows were steamed up and I smelled aftershave that I realised something was wrong and um, obviously fortunately got out of the car opened the boot where he was and I managed to run and and flee and somebody else came out and um, helped me but if I had driven off in that car I wouldn't be sitting here today with the voice that I have um, obviously speaking to you but using that voice to educate others on domestic abuse it's, it, it feels you know the, the kind of thing I was mentioning earlier my, mm. my love of detective dramas yep. and, it, and it, is, it does feel like a scene out of oh, I don't know mentioning Dixon and Doc Green earlier line of duty could be any any anything really and yeah. it just it's just astounding that 
that can genuinely happen to, dare I call you, an everyday person. No, absolutely. And I think that is um, the key message that I like to get across to people is it can happen to anybody. And yes, my story is obviously an extreme one, but that was my reality. That is my reality. So to be able to rebuild my life and realise that work was my only safe space. It was the only place that I was away from him. So that would have been the place that I could have accessed um, specialist services and support. But workplaces aren't often educated and understand that they can create these safe spaces that can potentially save someone's life, if not change mm. somebody's life. So and, and is that the thing? It's a long time since I've worked in the proper office, but I, I'm just thinking back. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really the privacy to do something like that. You know, the concept yeah. of the open plan office. I know people at university who work in these sort of old fashioned offices where they've got a where they've got a, yeah. a room each. Is, is it that or is it also the spotting of the signs by employers Absolutely. that somebody has has changed, they're doing something different, their happy-go-lucky nature has gone, or, or whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, obviously, there are businesses that don't have the safe spaces in them, but you can still learn how to recognise the signs, spot the signs, as you say, in somebody changing behaviour, um, characteristic, characteristics, is, um, you know, is their perpetrator turning up at the workplace, are they receiving lots of calls? Um, there's so many different signs that somebody could show, but you need to be educated to spot those signs. So what I do with businesses is really educate and train them on how to um, recognise the signs in someone, how to respond, so how do you start that conversation? Because it can be hard to start a conversation. That must be the, wor- the worst bit of the lot, to be honest. Yeah. Because one might imagine it's not necessarily one sign, it might be a collection of them together and the sum of the parts is is what it... Because different things happen, you can be down just because you're down. But actually, if you add it to something else, then there might be something seriously wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously some of the signs that you potentially would show whilst experiencing domestic abuse could also be signs that you're having um, a mental health issue, for example. So, But if that is the case, we still need to support those people. So it is about recognising those signs in somebody that doesn't seem quite right to you, that may need some support, um, obviously starting the conversation and then referring them. So the role of an employer isn't to save somebody. Um, it is to be able to signpost to the specialist services. So whether that be the police, whether that be mankind, women's aid, there's many services that can support so um, just by doing that, you can help somebody leave a relationship, but in a safe way, um, and also give them the control of their own life to make those decisions that will help them move forward. So um, businesses can make a huge difference. And I think there are a lot more businesses now that are starting to realise this and start those conversations. Do you think we're better at this sort of thing? I, I, in fact, you can't, you, know, you can't watch any TV show these days without being told to call the action line if you were, you were affected. And, and yeah. that's important, but I do, I do worry that it's sometimes just going through the motions. I think, um, obviously, there are businesses that don't look after their employees so well. We know that in society. But there are many businesses that I think are realising the impact that if they don't support their employees, it doesn't just have an impact on um, the well-being of the employee. It has an impact on the finances of the business. It also has an impact on their um, recruitment, whether they will attract new employees or retain their workforce. So there are many reasons why businesses should be looking at this. And there are definitely in Cambridge, um, some businesses that you know are really, really leading the way. 
and you have a course which you run which sort of helps businesses yes. along and points them in the Absolutely. in the right direction as it were yeah so i set up domestic abuse education um that's my other business so i have two businesses my recruitment company cameo recruitment and then domestic abuse education um, and i educate businesses so i do lunch and learn sessions which are effectively for every employee to come to but i also have a cpd accredited course that um businesses can come on and um, they get the cpd points they get a certified obviously a certificate um and it really helps helps them start that journey and how to support their employees. Okay, well, if if, if there's a, a business which thinks, mm, yeah, this would be a good idea to help, yes. a, help yeah. a few people, how, how do they get in touch? Um, so you can get in touch with me um, via the phone, so that's um, 01223608244, or alternatively you can email me, so it's Sharon at domesticabuseeducation.co.uk. Okay, well, Sharon, thank you very much for coming in this morning. Thank Congratulations you. again. Do you, do you know when you get to go to the, go to the palace? No, uh, I'm waiting for letters to come through, um, but hopefully I'll hear in the next eight weeks. And you, you're hoping for His Majesty or the Prince of Wales to, to do it? Oh, to be <laughs> honest, um, I honestly don't mind. It's just an honour to obviously meet either one of them would be great. Okay, uh, Sharon Livermore, MBE, thank you very much thank for joining for us this morning. Me. Thank you very much. Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Kusama, Emin and Riley. Cambridge 105.